The Crusade Channel is proud to promote the Epic Times newspaper, and I ask you to do the same. Please visit them today and consider subscribing using our affiliate link by going to crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Ron Stafford. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Tuesday, September the 14th of 2021. I'm Ron Stafford reporting from the Crusade Channel News Desk at Stafford Studios in beautiful St. Michael's, Maryland. This report is brought to you by the Epic Times, America's new hometown newspaper of record. Used and endorsed by Mike Church, the Epic Times is journalism that you can count on. Subscribe today at crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Here's what to listen for this hour. An anti-riot bill is vetoed. Vaccine news from New York City from Magdalene Rose and comments from a former archbishop on assisted suicide. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper vetoed a bill on Friday that would have increased penalties for those who engage in riots that result in damage or injury. Cooper, a Democrat, said in a press release, quote, People who commit crimes during riots and at other times should be prosecuted, and our laws provide for that, but this legislation is unnecessary and is intended to intimidate and deter people from exercising their constitutional rights to peacefully protest. A person would have faced felony charges and jail time if he or she caused damage to property or assaulted a citizen or emergency personnel during a protest or state of emergency. Republican House Speaker Tim Moore and one of the bill's sponsors called it a, quote, common sense bill written to protect, quote, small businesses and individuals in the event that protest became violent and focused solely on the perpetrators of violence rather than peaceful protesters. In other news, New York City is enforcing those vaccine mandates. Here's Crusade Channel political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose with more. Enforcement of New York City's key to NYC vaccine requirement for all workers and patrons of New York businesses has begun as of today, Monday. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio said civilian inspectors from 13 city agencies will help enforce the law which requires proof of vaccination at restaurants, clubs, bars, fitness centers, gyms, pools, movie theaters, concert venues, museums, aquariums, sports arenas, and more. Bill de Blasio said on Thursday, inspectors will come out, make sure check-in procedures going all right with the ID and the vaccination proof, making sure the businesses have posters up or other notices up. People ages 12 and up will be required to show proof of vaccination for entrance at many venues in New York City locations as of today. These new rules and these new concerns around showing vaccine proof to enter establishments in New York City may turn out to be politically advantageous for Democrats. However, I do think Democrats risk losing support amongst the people who would identify as Bernie bros from several years ago, people who are a little more in the hippie realm than corporate Democrats are, of which New York City has many. I'm from New York City, and I can tell you that in New York City, there are many people who are anti-government, however, they don't necessarily embrace the language of being anti-government. You won't see them out there with libertarian talking points or even understanding why the Democrat Party is a very heavy government party. However, they do tend to move away or shirk away from any sort of mandates that are given to them, any idea that they have to show their papers to enter establishments. It's an immigrant community in New York City, and there are many people there who come from Europe who remember what it was like to be second-class citizens if you were of a lower economic status or even a second 
second class citizen if you were of a different racial status. So this idea of having to show your papers to enter an establishment may not turn out the way that New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio thinks it does. It could yield bad political ramifications going forward. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. A prominent Anglican archbishop has added his voice to those of several Catholic bishops in England and Wales opposing the legalization of assisted suicide. Lord Rowan Williams, former Archbishop of Canterbury and the Archbishop of Wales, has expressed doubt that under a proposed assisted suicide law, doctors would be delivering accurate prognoses to justify the prescription of lethal drugs to patients. He stated his concerns about the law in a statement published on the British Medical Journal website. Williams said he fears that pressure on, quote, overstrained families and, quote, overstretched medical systems, combined with a lack of adequate palliative care, will lead to desperate people feeling as though they have no choice but to end their own lives. Our quote of the day comes from St. Robert Bellarmine. Love is a marvelous and heavenly thing. It never tires and never thinks that it has done enough. Coming up, we honor the cross on which our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hi everyone, Jamie Scott here. For those that might not know me, I'm the director of the Sparrow's Nest here in Athens, Georgia. We're a local nonprofit aimed to help those who are broken, beaten, and abused and stereotyped by the harshness of this world. Our team work alongside many local businesses and community members to provide service to our clients. One of those businesses is Bulldog Kia. Did you know when you buy a new Kia from Bulldog Kia, a portion of your purchase goes to the Sparrow's Nest. You can buy a new car and get the chance to save lives. How cool is that? Head on over to BulldogKia.com to check out their great selection of new Kias. Have you seen the new 2022 Kia Telluride? It's beautiful. You can also visit them in person on Atlanta Highway next to Sam's Club. You can learn more about the Sparrow's Nest and additional ways you can give back to our organization by visiting sparrowsnestathens.org. Thank you for your support and remember, we'll see you at Bulldog Kia. This morning we are discussing the exaltation of the Holy Cross. Early in the 4th century, St. Helena, mother of the Roman Emperor Constantine, went to Jerusalem in search of the holy places of Christ's life. She raised the 2nd century Temple of Aphrodite, which tradition held was built over the Savior's tomb, and her son built the Basilica of the Holy Sepulchre on that spot. During the excavation, workers found three crosses. Legend has it that the one on which Jesus died was identified when its touch healed a dying woman. The cross immediately became an object of veneration. At a Good Friday celebration in Jerusalem toward the end of the 4th century, according to an eyewitness, the wood was taken out of its silver container and placed on a table together with the inscription Pilate ordered placed above Jesus' head. Then, quote, All the people passed through one by one, all of them bowed down, touching the cross and the inscription, first with their foreheads, then with their eyes, and after kissing the cross, they move on. To this day, the Eastern churches, Catholic and Orthodox alike, celebrate the exaltation of the Holy Cross on the September anniversary of the Basilica's dedication. The feast entered the Western calendar in the 7th century after Emperor Heraclius recovered the cross from the Persians, who had carried it off in 614, 15 years earlier. According to the story, the emperor intended to carry the cross back to Jerusalem himself, but was unable to move forward until he took off his imperial garb and became a barefoot pilgrim. Lewis County General Hospital in New York has said it will temporarily close its maternity ward after several nurses resigned in the weeks after the COVID-19 vaccine mandate was introduced. 
The hospital will stop delivering babies starting on September the 25th, two days before the deadline for all New York state health care workers to get a first vaccine dose, according to Lewis County Health System CEO Gerald Kayer. The New York vaccination mandate for hospitals and long-term care facilities was announced by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo in mid-August. Under the mandate, all health care workers must receive at least one dose of the vaccine until September the 27th. It later removed religious exemptions, leaving medical exemptions only. Kayer said that a total of 30